Hello, welcome to Persuasion Check. Uh, eu sou a Mônica, eu tô aqui com a Séries, que não tá querendo falar no momento, não sei porquê. Mas ela já vai falar daqui a pouco. Hoje a gente vai... Um, a gente tem um Persuasion Check sobre Downton Abbey. Mas antes de começar o, o episódio propriamente dito, a gente queria agradecer a vocês, nossos ouvintes, que a gente já passou de mil plays, mil downloads... Uh, no, no Spotify e em todos os outros agregadores. A gente está muito feliz com isso. Obrigada pela audiência. Uh, se você quiser continuar ajudando a gente, por favor, continue. O melhor jeito de fazer isso agora é você mostrar o podcast para um amigo ou para uma amiga sua e trazer mais pessoas para ouvir. Uh, e continuar compartilhando os episódios. Inclusive, vocês podem mandar e-mail para a gente em hi Uh, para hi.dungeonsandenglish.com.br uh, e dar sugestões de, de tópicos que vocês queiram ouvir aqui, tanto no Listen, é, que a gente está jogando os, fazendo os livros-jogos, né? Tanto uh, uh, quanto para o Persuasion Check. Certo? Certo. Apareceu. <risos> Eu vivo. Então, sim, pois obrigada, é. obrigada, galera, pela, pela ajuda de vocês, pelo apoio de vocês. E a gente vai continuar sim. tentando fazer um conteúdo relevante aqui na sua Sim, a gente, e a gente continua tentando melhorar, né? A gente uh, melhorou bastante do começo, né? Pra... <risos> do primeiro episódio até hoje, a gente melhorou bastante. A gente sabe que ainda tem bastante coisa para melhorar e estamos trabalhando nisso, né? Isso. Mas uh, a gente está muito feliz com a trajetória que a gente está tendo até agora. E com o apoio de vocês. E com a audiência de vocês. Uhum. Isso. A gente, aliás, desculpa, a gente pede desculpa pelas duas semanas sem episódio. Uh, não foi planejado, foi... Acidental. Foi, foi acidental. <risos> Eu fui sequestrada pelo lobisomem. <risos> Séries conseguiu me, me libertar agora. Consegui. Seu herói. É, pois é. <risos> Inclusive, o próximo episódio vai ser a segunda parte do Na Trilha do Lobisomem. Então, se vocês gostaram daquele, daquele jogo, fiquem ligados. Isso. Se preparem, que as emoções estão à flor da pele. <risos> Vamos ver o que, que a nossa séries, personagem séries vai aprontar. <risos> é... <risos> Quantas, quantas mocinhas ela vai conquistar? <risos> Seduzir. <risos> e o um, que mais que a gente tem pra falar? A nossa temporada, essa temporada, tanto do Listen quanto do Persuasion Check, ela acaba esse ano, certo? A primeira temporada. Uhum. E a gente volta no ano que vem. Uh, a gente acaba provavelmente em algum momento de dezembro e volta o ano que vem. E as séries, a gente já falou isso antes, mas a séries está grávida, né? Se você não lembra. E o bebê vai nascer, o Fetutini vai nascer em dezembro, janeiro? janeiro. É pra nascer tá em pra janeiro. Nascer, é pra nascer em janeiro, exatamente. Uhum. E as séries é quem edita os nossos episódios. E né, o Fetutini não liga se <risos> ela precisa editar o episódio ou não. Então, em algum momento, uh, a gente vai precisar dar um, um, um intervalo maior por conta do, do, da gravidez dela, uhum. do Fetutini. Sim. Fetutini tem nome? Fetutini. <risos> tá bom. Esse é o nome dele. Então, tá legal. Você achou feio? 
Ele é, ele é menino, já sabe? Não, faço ideia. Ah, que coisa! Eu tenho certeza que vocês sabem, então. Não, a gente, pior, pior que tudo que a gente não sabe. Mas já tá, tá rendendo altos, altos bolões, altos bolões, bolões, <risos> altos... Qual é, qual é a aposta da família? Tá dividido. 50... Ah, tá dividido. <risos> 50% acho que é menina, 50% acho que é menino. Quem me olha fala, não, é menino, com certeza. Aí outro, não, que é tem, menino. Tem aquela parada da barriga tá alta, a barriga tá baixa, né? É, sei lá, pontuda, redonda, saber, uhum. até agora eu não sei o que que é. É uma barriga. <risos> é uma barriga de, de feijoada. <risos> que agradável. <risos> tem um aplicativo aqui que mede por semana e te dá um aproximado do, do que que o seu bebê, tipo, do tamanho do seu bebê. Hum. Então, semana passada, ele tava do tamanho de uma Barbie. <risos> Essa semana, tá do tamanho que do G.I. Joe. <risos> Aí, de... Agora eu vou ficar imaginando, tipo, uma Barbie dentro da sua <risos> Mexendo a mãozinha, assim, aquela mãozinha que não uh -huh. mexe. <risos> Sem articulação no pulso, assim. Ai, que bizarro! <risos> Ou, que essa bacana. semana, ele tá do tamanho de uma meia baguete. <risos> Ou Legal. Seja, então ele tá, tipo, encorpando, assim. Tá. Uhum, tá com mais ou menos 30 uhum. centímetros de cabeça, da cabeça até a ponta do, do pé. Óbvio uhum. que... E daí ele... Ontem ele começou a se esticar. Uhum. E daí, quando, conforme ele se estica... Esse programa vai ficar datado muito rápido. Mas conforme... Vai. Conforme ele se estica... É... Ele pode ouvir, inclusive, quando ele for mais velho. Ele pode ouvir isso. Então, imagina que fofo. <risos> <risos> ele, é, ele comprime meu pulmão. Então, se falta... Ai, que horror! Se falta ar, <risos> é porque meu filho tá me sufocando <risos> por dentro. <risos> Ai, gente, que bizarrice. <risos> Sim, é, é bem legal, legal ter uma pessoa crescendo dentro de você. Eu imagino. É bem esquisito. <risos> não vejo a hora. <risos> Só que não. Ou pra você que Mas não então... come glúten, ele tá do tamanho de uma é. berinjela. Se você come glúten, ele tá do tamanho de uma baguete. Uma metade de uma baguete. Metade de uma baguete. Muito bem. Então, a gente vai parar, né? Quando, quando, quando a série precisar, a gente vai fazer esse intervalo maior pra, pra ela, né? Pra dar o tempo dela, dar licença à maternidade dela. É. E aí, o ano que vem, a gente volta. Mas, por enquanto, vamos falar sobre Downton Abbey, certo? Sim. E agora a gente troca pro inglês. Sim! Yes! <risos> yes! Downton Abbey. What's, uh -huh. what's with Downton Abbey? Well, you tell me. Now, for starters, it's a big old soap opera. So that's a huge plus for me because I'm a sucker for soap operas. Uh -huh. And if they are set in old time England is even better <laughs> because it's you know it's got everything um, intrigue romance wars and you know forbidden love <laughs> and and stuff like that okay and with this with this series uh, there are six seasons Or if you live in the UK, six series. Mm -hmm. 
and uh, in, they, it starts in 1912 with the sinking of the Titanic. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because, well... But is it relevant to the story? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's this family. Nice. They're like super rich and super powerful, and they have this massive estate in Yorkshire, mm-hmm. uh, which is in the north of England. And the the Earl, mm-hmm. he has three daughters. And mm-hmm. in 1912, in the early 1900s, until the early 1900s, women couldn't inherit inherit anything. So none of his daughters would inherit the title, his title. So they mm-hmm. wouldn't be countesses on their their own right. They would have to okay. marry the, the Earl to become countess. So, and he doesn't have uh, a direct male heir. So who's, who's his heir? It's his cousin and his cousin's son. Mm. And they happen to be in the Titanic. And they have they happen to be reported dead mm-hmm. in the Titanic. Because if you if you've watched the movie, uh, you you know that there are, there were like thousands and thousands the of two beds. people could be on that door. I know, on yeah. That door. <laughs> I know. Sorry, continue. <laughs> That's the dilemma of the century, but okay. <laughs> and then, yeah, well. The, the, the two heirs, the, the cousin and the son's cousin, no, the cousin and the cousin's the cousin's son, son. Yeah. They, they are reported dead and they have to, you know, get someone else to be the heir. Mm-hmm. And turns out yeah. that this heir, the new heir, is Dan Stevens, who you know for being uh, the beast in the new Be- Beauty and the Beast. Mm. So it's, it's him. And he's like... Yeah, I don't remember his face. Oh. Yeah, well, it's it's not the, the furry brown face. It's, <laughs> it's his <Okay>. real face. <laughs> he was in the that TV show uh, Legion. I don't know if you've watched it. No. <clears throat> it's quite a quite a cool show, you know. And But he's like this mm-hmm. B actor. He doesn't do many, like... Um, yeah, if you tell me... Beauty and the Beast, I think about uh, the... What's his name? The the villain. Oh, Gaston? Luke. Yes. What's the actor's name? Luke something. Yeah, it's right. uh, the dude from The Hobbit. Yeah, I think about him. Yeah. So. And his, his character is actually way cooler than the Beast, but that's... <laughs> that's for another moment. Yeah. And he is the, the, new, the new heir. Of the property and who is he sorry like what's his relevance ah uh, he's like uh second is he a cousin, third cousin oh, okay. twice removed right. you know i've never understood <laughs> that like oh he's my third cousin once removed like removed from where i've always thought it's like uh you know like the black family they burn you from the tapestry <laughs> Maybe. Isn't it? <laughs> That's the idea, like they remove you from the family. Yeah, if you're twice removed, then they, they removed you twice. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you can how you can be removed twice, but <laughs> Yeah, well, so there you go. That's that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then and but he is uh he's a solicitor, a lawyer, 
from okay. Manchester. And okay. then all of a sudden, this is like the first episode, uh, he receives a letter mm -hmm. saying that he is to inherit a massive property in Yorkshire. Mm -hmm. And then he goes like, huh, it's him and his mama and they move to Yorkshire. But is he a good guy? Do we like him? We, we like him, yes. Okay. We do like him. And then we have the Earl, the Countess, and the three daughters. Mm -hmm. uh, the Earl and the Countess, they are two excellent people. Mm -hmm. and, but Robert, he is kind of old-fashioned. Robert is the Earl. He's kind of old-fashioned. Okay. And the Countess is American. So they, they, they were married um, because her, her mother wanted a title and <laughs> he wanted he wanted the money so okay. it was a match made in heaven you know and so they don't they don't love each other no they do they do they learn to okay. love each other yeah okay but you know there's always this <laughs> <laughs> there's no word in english better than hansu for describe this for describing this situation <laughs> okay and well, they, they, they are married and they have the three daughters. The first yes. daughter, Mary, the, the best way I can describe her is that she is a Slytherin. Okay, nice. She's like the, the, the you know, the definition of Slytherin. Uh, it's her. Why? Because she's... Um, what is she like? She's strong. She's very strong. Uh -huh. And she's very ahead of her time. Uh -huh. uh, and she is, um, she knows what she wants, mm -hmm. but at the same, t at the same time, she's arrogant. <laughs> she is posh in the worst sense of the word. Mm. And she is, um, just obnoxious sometimes. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you want to, you know, bang her head against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> and and then well she she was engaged to be married to the heir to the cousin that supposedly died in the titanic okay and she's like okay so he's dead he's dead it's all right mm -hmm. you know and you go like girl you know show a little feeling <laughs> yeah uh and then there's the second sister uh edith Edith is the middle child. Everything you heard about mid middle children, that's her. Mm -hmm. She's kind of mean and nasty and jealous. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm, a, I'm a middle child and, and I'm, not, I'm <laughs> nothing like that. Nothing. Okay. okay. So it's a, an evil stereotype and I don't like that. All right. But, but she, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, people, people suppose that if you're a middle child, you're just like, uh, you're attention. Really? You're an attention hog. You you okay. you know. It's just silly. Truth is, middle children, just like Slytherins, are misunderstood <laughs> and left-handed. <laughs> okay. So see, I'm 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 the good Gryffindor defending uh, the Slytherin. Yes, I was going to say that. Thank you. I know. <laughs> That's evolution. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm much more tolerant nowadays. 
Uh, and then there's, uh, but she is like that because, you know, she's considered to be the ugliest of the sisters. Oh. And that she doesn't have any advantages. To, yeah, to because if you're husband. in the middle, I mean, you are not the main child. Uh, but you are not the favorite one because, of course, the youngest is the favorite. So Stop it. You're, you're, just, you're just there. <laughs> I'm not talking about you, but I mean, you're just there. <laughs> yeah. And, and like, you, there, you know? Yeah. And she feels like that. She feels like that because, okay. you know, what's her role? Like, she's not, she doesn't know what to do with her life. So she's kind of lost. And, and then instead mm -hmm. of, you know, finding something to do, she gets, she, she gets to be mean. Okay. And then there's the young Got one, it. Sybil. And she's not my favorite because she's like the super righteous, righteous little girl. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she wants, uh, she she has some good ideas like she wants uh she supports the vote for women and she helps the she helps one of the maids find a find another job so she she mm -hmm. tries to you know make things different mm -hmm. but she's okay. so righteous all the time it's just a pain in the ass <laughs> <sighs> so this is the crawley family yeah the nucleus of the crawley family and then there's the queen of them all Mm. which is the grandmother <laughs> the dowager countess violet crawley played by the one and only maggie smith oh, okay which you probably know best as minerva mcgonagall from harry potter uh -huh. Uh -huh. you don't have to say anything else i'm going to watch it <laughs> yay we can stop the episode here <laughs> that's it <laughs> I'm convinced already. <laughs> I don't even want to hear the rest. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm I'm going to try. I'm, I'm trying to keep as as spoiler free as I can because the surprises uh -huh. along the way are are. Yeah, and by the way, I'm terribly sorry. Um, we talked when we talked about Wuthering Heights. Like I, I told you the whole story, <laughs> and I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if uh, any of the listeners got upset with that, but it's it's a classic. I know, yeah. There's there's no spoilers, and you know it's like Pride and Prejudice. Mm -hmm. You guys told me the whole thing. Yeah, I know. Well. But anyway, we we will try to be more like mindful about it. <laughs> yeah, we. Uh, I I noticed that, but you know, I thought the same thing. It's a classic, so. Yes, yes. If Thiago complained, actually. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's nice that one of our our listeners is is Jack. <laughs> <laughs> we have we have very faithful and loyal listeners. Your sister and <laughs> They are very engaged with the podcast. <laughs> Livia and Tiago, each of them yeah. like played every episode <laughs> about five hundred times. Yeah. They are responsible for <laughs> everything that we have. <laughs> and they do it just, just so <coughs> it, we don't feel so bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Livia. Thank you, Tiago. <laughs> ay, ay. <laughs> but anyway, Violet Crawley, she is the queen of sass. <laughs> Seriously, like you, you get 
uh, she's like everyone's favorite. And when we were watching the movie, uh, we watched in the in the cinema, and it was like Cocoon Three, you know. We were Klaus and me and my sister-in-law. We were we were the youngest in there. <laughs> Apart from a girl, like she she must have been like what, twelve years old. But you know, it was she and us bringing the average age down to sixty. <laughs> You know, every time she she was on the screen, every time she opened mm. her mouth, like people roared with laughter. But is she? Uh, is it the same actress? Yeah, Maggie Smith. Uh huh. In the movie, yeah. but in the show. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's the same cast. It's the same cast. It's the oh, same nice. Cast. nice. Yeah, it's uh, like a huge Christmas special. Oh, okay, okay, okay. With not, not being Christmas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, well, and she gets together, ev uh, eventually she gets together with uh, Matthew's mom. Matthew is the new heir, the solicitor. And mm -hmm. both of them together, they, they, they're frenemies, you know? <laughs> they're best frenemies. <laughs> and it's it's so cool to watch them you know bicker and fight all the time it's, it's just amazing <laughs> because she's uh ah she's a nobility you know like violet mm -hmm. uh she's nobility so of course she's always right and she's prejudiced <laughs> and you know obnoxious also and but you know it's it's cute <laughs> to watch her be like that and you end up falling in love with her. Mm -hmm. uh, and, of course, in a house such as that one, you have to have servants. Mm -hmm. And they are as much part of the story as the family. And, well, there's Anna, and she's the head, house, uh, the head housemate in the beginning of the show. And she's very sweet, but she's very strong. And mm -hmm. there is Mr. Bates. His lordship's valet. So the responsibility of a valet is to dress up <laughs> and down the lord of the house. <laughs> so you're like a person. Can you imagine that? No, I can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> like you're being responsible for the for for other person's wardrobe and dressing up and dressing down and putting them their PJs and washing dirty underwear. Oh, really? They have to wash the clothes as well. Yeah, or if they live in a in a in a big enough house, they they send everything down to the laundry. Okay, but anyway, uh, that's <laughs> his responsibility, and he's not um, he's not beautiful. He's not a beautiful man, mm -hmm. but he's he's kind of mysterious, you know, kind of, and he has a limp, and. Mm. That kind of, you know, stirs the people because, you know, how is he, how does he, like, he's handicapped, but he has to go up and down, down the stairs and dress his lordship and do everything that he's supposed to do. Is he going to be able to, isn't he? So, mm -hmm. it's like that. Uh, and then there's, yeah, there's him. There's Thomas, the footman. And he's... The what? The footman. He's like a waiter. Okay. Like, whenever the family sits down to eat, he's there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And boy, do they eat. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a recurrent joke in the, in the show. Like, mm -hmm. 
<laughs> oh my, can they eat? <laughs> yeah, there's him and he's like bitter. He's like this bitter, <laughs> bitter, bitter creature. <laughs> and together with her ladyship's lady her ladyship's ladies mate, uh they they are like the the evil two. The evil duo. Okay. Yeah. So they go around and they're mean. Alright. But you love them nonetheless. Uh, and then there's the kitchen stuff. The the kitchen stuff is my my like my favorite nucleus of the <laughs> of the show is the kitchen. You know, Mrs. Patmore and Daisy. Mrs. Patmore is like ah, oh, she's amazing. She she yells and she she's like a drill sergeant. And <laughs> she she has the, the greatest comebacks. And she's like this this short, you know, bulky woman and she you know gives orders and cooks and and and, and she bosses her her assistant around Daisy and you know she bosses everyone around it's just amazing. Uh and then there's mm-hmm. uh Mrs. Hughes, the the head the housekeeper and she has this cute little accent. And they're the Mrs. Hughes and Mrs. Patmore. They are like not best friends, but they are friends. You know, they they bond mm-hmm. because they're the two senior women in the house and the the servants. Yeah, with the servants, mm-hmm. so they they understand each other. And Mrs. Right. Hughes, she she's cunning. <laughs> she's that person. She knows absolutely everything that's going on in the house and. Poor Mr. C- Mr. Carson is the butler, and so he was supposed to be the boss, mm-hmm. but morally, she's the boss. Mrs. <laughs> Hughes is the boss. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like everything, you you see clearly, you know, like um, you know, growing up, like you have a mother figure and a father figure. If you have a mother figure and a fi- father figure. You go to your dad and you say, "Ah, dad, can I play outside with the ball?" And he's like all authoritative and but he just glances at your mother. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and she goes like she nods a little bit and then he says, "Yes, you can go." <laughs> 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 That's the kind of relationship that Mrs. Mrs. Hughes and Mr. Carson have. <laughs> okay. So he's like this power figure, but he, you know, he's just a He's just a power figure. The real power in the house is Mrs. Hughes. <laughs> uh-huh. And Mr. Carson has this passion for uh, not like love, love, romantic love, passion. Mm-hmm. But he loves Mary, the eldest daughter, like a daughter. But Mrs. Hughes doesn't feel quite the same about her about about her. And she doesn't really understand why he loves her <laughs> so much. But in, in her own her, in her own words, he, she's just a sly little minx. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, these are the main characters. And is it about uh, is the story focused on the servants or the family or like both? Both. Mm-hmm. Okay. Both and their relationship. Okay. And people say that the queen used to watch it. Oh really? Yes, and she would love to, you know, point little mistakes, because <laughs> that's the person that the oh, queen she's so, is. Oh, she's so adorable. Yeah, <laughs> she's so adorable. <laughs> uh, because, for example, one of the things that would never, ever, ever happen 
uh, is the, the, the friendship that they develop, you know, like the, the servants and the family. Mm. They're always there for each other and they help each other and, you know, like, oh, you're friend, you're my friend, you're my friend. No. In real life, that would never happen. Mm. Really? Yeah. It was that sad. Uh, can, can you imagine you not being at least a little bit, a little bit intimate with the person who dresses and undresses you? Yes. Mm -hmm. It's sad. At really least sad. a little bit, yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And there's a lot of, you know, it's, it's not one story for six seasons, for six mm -hmm. seasons. Uh, it's a lot of little stories that develop along the way because mm -hmm. uh, the story is linear, but they jump mm -hmm. like chunks of time. Okay. So in, during, the, during the, the show, First World War happens and the 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 men from the house are called to fight and not all of them of course but most of them are called to fight some of them some of them die some of them don't mm -hmm. uh, of course because it's a war so mm -hmm. but you can see uh how it was like for example to uh to how how it happened not not in the front of battle like we are used to seeing in the um, in the movies mm -hmm. but how the families survived back back home in england where there were no no battles for example yes in uh, the first world war uh in during during that time and this is not a spoiler um during that time downton abbey the house is transformed mm -hmm. into um convalescent home so people, uh, officers would be treated uh, in the hospital and then they would be transferred to Downton Abbey. So can you imagine like you giving up your space, your house, no matter how big it is, mm -hmm. for, for complete strangers to come and, and stay. Mm -hmm. And this was part, actually part, this was real, part of the war effort. Mm -hmm. This actually happened in many estates here uh, in England. Mm -hmm. This actually was a, a linked, there is a link between this and the disappearance of the great houses during this, mm. the, the, the 20th century. Because uh, having, having such a large estate, such a large house was very expensive. Until, until nowadays, it, it is very expensive. So, and nobility, up to a certain point, they thought uh, that they had the right to be where they were, like the divine right to be where they were. Mm -hmm. Well, you have to work for everything that you have, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what people, most people didn't understand. And I think that the abbey, the house, is one of the mm. central characters because they have to do whatever they mm. can to keep to keep the house okay. because it's increasing increasingly more expensive to keep it so they have to mm -hmm. you know uh find ways to keep the house going to keep the staff going yes because it's not as easy as it was in back in the back in the day uh -huh. because people for example they the servants they used to live in the houses uh -huh. And they used to hand to wait on the family like hand and foot. Uh -huh. 
Uh-huh. And like, if you need anything at three in the morning, they were there. Well, you have to agree with me that compared to that, working in a factory like 10, 12 hours a day <laughs> doesn't seem that bad. Yeah, because you get to, you get to keep your life exactly. Right? You you get to you get to have a life. Part of it is yes. Uh-huh. So that's one of the the central the key themes of the show is this like how mm. how are they going to keep the house running? Mm. Because they see so many others losing their homes and having to sell everything up and pack and go wherever, mm-hmm. and they want to to keep Downton Abbey. They want to to keep everything within the standards, you know? And this is actually quite nice to, to follow because you say, ah, oh, no, like, are, are they going to make it? They're not going to make it. <laughs> and, you know, they need a new heir, like not Matthew, but someone else. And what would happen to them if they didn't make it? Uh, if they lost the house? Depe- it depends. They would most of them, most of the people that that had to sell their estates, uh, they moved to London, because especially people that lived in such a such so far away from London, they used to have a house, the, their country house, and a house in London. Mm-hmm. So they would sell the estate and move to London. Okay. And this actually happened with. To many people, they sold everything and then went to London or maybe one of the colonies. Mm-hmm. So Kenya or India or mm-hmm. Tangier. Because it would be like cheaper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To be there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And the servants. The servants. What about the servants? Would have to find employment somewhere else. Okay, so the servants are not like attached to the family necessarily. No, no, there's no like okay. binding contract. Except uh-huh. like a sense of well, loyalty. Well, they're, they're not slaves. No. <laughs> right? No. Okay. Almost, but no. Yeah, almost, but no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, let's see. Oh, yeah. And the house where everything, where it's filmed, it's not even in Yorkshire. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's in Berkshire, I think. Which is like way, way south. And it's Highclere Castle. And that's where I'm going to spend my 30th birthday this year. <laughs> Hella pregnant. <laughs> but sipping tea. But is it like you can. Is it like open? You can go and visit and spend time there? And mm-hmm. Like a museum? Yeah. Pretty much. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah. Because um, in. Uh, quite uh, some time ago i don't i don't know exactly when they had a problem in the roof in the ceiling mm. it was leaking and well it's such a such an ancient such an ancient estate mm-hmm. so you it, it's bound to have problems right mm-hmm. and then they they thought oh, we need money to fix the roof how can we do that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so they decided to open the house for visitors oh okay but the houses, uh, they use the house to, to film, mm-hmm. but like the houses, that, that's the only reason why uh, it is special or something. Uh, it's not the only reason, because if, you're an archi- uh, if you are an architect nerd like my sister-in-law, mm-hmm. uh, the, the landscaping was made by, uh, by this very famous landscapist, 
called Capability Brown. No, his name wasn't Capability. It was his nickname. Okay. When I when I figured that out, I was so disappointed. <laughs> I was going to say that's such a cool name. <laughs> or as we as we like to call him, Capacidade Marrom. <laughs> <laughs> Which sounds way better than in English. Capacidade Marrom is way better than Capability Brown. Anyway, and he used to do like, you know, he, he used to be very um, ostentatious. Mm -hmm. So everything with him was grand and, and super and big. Mm -hmm. And every castle, every palace that was landscaped, mm -hmm. I'm just making up verbs, <laughs> uh, in the 1800s, 1900s, early 1900s, yeah, something like that, including the, the Churchill Palace, it was mm -hmm. his work. Mm -hmm. The man made a lake. Mm -hmm. he, he built, like there was no lake in, in, the, in Blenheim Palace, the, the, the palace of the Churchill family. Mm -hmm. There was no lake and he decided, okay, so I'm gonna put the lake here, okay? <laughs> and it's not like a like a pond, you know, it's like as, as big as Lake Parigui. <laughs> if you live in Curitiba, you know what I'm talking about. So he was very good at what he did. So you, you could visit the, the, the landscape and the castle in itself, which is mm -hmm. quite beautiful. But people don't live in the house, they just use the house to film and... No, they, they do, they live there. Okay, Yeah. Right. The... Oh, they live there, so they open their own house Yep. for visitors, like, just to get the money to fix the roof. Okay. Mm-hmm. Resourceful. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine yeah. doing that? <laughs> and there are, like, several locations where they, they film, not Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey is set on this particular house, this particular castle, Hercular Castle. Mm -hmm. But there are other palaces and other other places that they go. Mm -hmm. One of them is Alnwick Castle. Then it's in the north. And we visited it last year in August when we went to Scotland. We were there. And if you watched mm -hmm. the first Harry Potter, you will recognize it. Be it's because it's the, the place where they filmed the um, flying lessons. Mm. Yeah, that's Alnwick Castle. Okay. And like everything is so grand. Everything is so, you know, pompous. And you feel like this small. <laughs> <laughs> near like everything. And in there, mm. there... In Onwick Castle, in Warwick Castle, Highclere Castle, and many others, including the, the Queen's Palace, people live in there. Mm -hmm. So here, mm -hmm. who lives at Highclere Castle? The current Earl and Countess of Carnarvon live there. Mm -hmm. So it's Ger Her George Herbert and his wife, Fiona something. Mm. That's... that's so different right from what everything we know isn't it <laughs> it's so like uh <laughs> I, I i would never imagine myself in that reality you know what wait what reality and, and, and i think 
and I think like in a good way. But th this this mentality of like the the nobility having uh, having like the right to be where they are and not having to work for anything, um, and I, I don't know, just uh. <laughs> uh. yeah, you know, like it's like this. You have this it's so different, so different. Uh huh. You have this huge farm, mm -hmm. and or even like you have a business. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you know you think yeah, it's your divine right to be there, uh -huh. running that uh -huh. business, and or not even running it, just enjoying mm -hmm. whatever whatever comes out like of the, the business. Perks. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's weird. Yes. And you see like things going. You think you see things falling apart. Mm -hmm. And it's just so sad. Uh, in one of the episodes we have the opportunity to to see a house i don't know which house it is uh but it's just the this old man that lives in the house or whatever mm -hmm. and you see you compare like the, the the inside of downtown abbey with the inside of that house you go like whoa <laughs> because definitely the guy let it slide because it's just him mm -hmm. and in this like huge manor house mm -hmm. alone like drying his underwear in the fireplace <laughs> <laughs> and this is like the best example of letting letting things slide and uh -huh. this is what they don't want to do with Downton Abbey and uh -huh. if they do it or not, you have to watch and find out. <laughs> <laughs> and how uh, the show is still active. It's still going. No. Mm -mm. No. Okay. No, it's All over, right. which is, I think, it, I it's, think it's a plus. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it can't go forever. No. Yeah. Uh, it's six seasons with, wait, I think seven and episodes. And the movie each. is like a compliment. What? Sorry? The, the movie is like a, a bonus to you the know, story. It's like after the, the show. Yeah. I have a theory about this ending. Okay. That people are like kind of hopeless now with the whole Brexit mm. thing. And they wanted to kind of revive the English spirit. Oh. Uh, they don't really know what's going to happen. So they're kind of, you know, like, eh, with, <laughs> with England. And now they released the the movie of Downton Abbey, which is like. No, I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because it's the show was so beloved here, everyone watched it. Okay, now now I can hear. Uh. <laughs> uh, because yeah, the show everyone loved it so much, uh -huh. and you get so involved with the characters, and you you can actually kind of understand a little bit of, a little bit more of the English feeling of the English way of life <laughs> when you watch when you watch Downton Abbey and although it's of course it's romanticized and uh, you know exaggerated mm -hmm. but it is what it is yeah and now they release the movie to get like uh, to uplift the spirits again <laughs> you know got it and we have six seasons you said yes. how many episodes in each Six or seven episodes each, each season. Seven? Yeah, six or seven. Okay, all right. 
but the first episode oh, it's very, is like very very short yeah it's uh the first episode is, is one hour and six minutes long mm-hmm, but the mm-hmm. rest of it is like 15 minutes 48 uh-huh. so they're longer episodes but ah you get so involved and the <laughs> if you if you like that kind of detail the the clothes that they wear the jewelry that they wear mm-hmm. the way they behave the way they talk i talk differently after I watched mm-hmm. Downton Abbey, <laughs> uh, I was I was talking to my sister in law and she noticed that as well. She that she talks differently when she when she watches Downton Abbey. Is it a BBC production? No, no, it could be oh, though. Okay. But it is available on all, It was available on Netflix when I left Brazil. And oh, I think it's uh, Amazon Prime yes. now. Yes, uh-huh. yeah, it is yeah. available on Amazon Prime here in England. Uh-huh. Yeah. And about, what, seven, seven, eight months ago, they they removed from the catalog. Oh. And we were so sad. Kla- me, Klaus, and my sister-in-law, we were so sad. <laughs> <laughs> because Klaus loves it. <laughs> now it's it's back on the catalog again. Okay. And yesterday, okay. yesterday we were we were listening to the radio and <laughs> people were like there's this thingy that they make on the radio, mm-hmm. this this little program called uh Uncool Confessions. <laughs> like three or four guys called in to say that they loved they they texted, yeah, the 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 radio <laughs> to say that they loved Downton, Downton Abbey. And I was like <laughs> What's the matter? What's the problem? It's an awesome show. You should love it. <laughs> and Klaus was just like, yeah, it's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so you should love it. Nice. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. You see the, the, the characters evolving, especially mm-hmm. Edith. I think Edith has like is the, the character that evolves or changes the most mm-hmm. during the show. But not nice. not Lady, not Violet Crowley. She's she's always the same. Oh, nice! I'm, I I was already convinced before before we started recording, actually. But <laughs> why? Yeah, no, because everybody, uh, people would always tell me like, "Oh, you should watch it. You should watch it. You're going to like it. Oh, you like drama. You're going to like it." <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> But now, now I want, uh, or just like talking about it, I want to, I really want to watch the next season of The Crown. Mm, with Olivia Coleman. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I just love, love the show. Yeah, I'm not convinced. <laughs> really? You don't? Yeah, no. No. But have you seen it? Have you watched it? I watched, I watched one episode. And uh, I was in the hospital with Klaus. He was he was having uh-huh. a surgery, so I watched it in in my my cell phone. Oh no! So I, I no, wasn't no, even no. paying attention, you know. Yeah, no, you need to have a proper setting for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's one. It's not like a a friends uh, sitcom kind of thing. You have to pay attention. Oh okay, yeah. yeah. But it's oh, it's so good. It's so good. And I think I, I mean, you would love it. I would. Because you, yeah, yeah, because you like England and you live there <laughs> and you like these things more than I do. But um, yeah, I think you would like 
yeah, it makes sense, right? And since I like yes, Duncan Abbey yes, so yes. much. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. And I don't, uh, it's nice because I don't like, I'm not a huge fan of the English culture, mm -hmm. like the, the, the British culture. Um, but I do like some, some things. Mm -hmm. And I love the crown. Mm -hmm. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. And, and I have this thing, like, uh, with And it's won, like, a thousand Emmys. Uh, fiction, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I don't care. I don't care what's the real story. It, it, once I read or watch whatever it is, that's how it happened <laughs> right in my that's mind. That's the truth. You know? Yeah. <laughs> that's the truth. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's that's why I like it so much. Oh, okay. So maybe we'll, we'll mm -hmm. have a persuasion check. Yeah, no, I'm not. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't put that much effort <laughs> into convincing you <laughs> to to watch it. But I just think you would really like it. Yeah, maybe I'll give it another chance. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it, it makes sense, right? Because I'm I'm leaving here, yeah. so now I I understand. Exactly, and the, um, I'm I'm curious to see the new cast because the uh, Margaret is it like the sister. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's Helena Bo Bohem Carter now. Yes. Yeah. Uh huh. But the 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 first seasons, the first and the second, right? Mm -hmm. This this next one will be the third. Mm -hmm. Uh, the actress who played her is really good as well. I don't know her name. Ugh, I can't remember. Do you know? Do you know her? Yeah. Yeah, but I I can't remember her name. She she in the character is really nice, but I love the queen. I love her. <laughs> She's adorable. But I think I think the like what what attracted me to the show was cast was uh, Churchill. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Vanessa Kirby Kirby. She was in Mission Impossible. The the the. The last one, me before you, ah, about time. Uh huh, uh huh. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah I remember now. You know her? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And she's all cookie, right? All you know, <laughs> like crazy person. Yes. 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 Like the crazy sister that everyone has. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> If you don't have a crazy sister, <laughs> means that And... you are the crazy sister. Yeah. Anyway. And Churchill was um, John Lithgow. Mm -hmm. Lithgow, Lithgow. So he he was in Pet Cemetery, like the 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 recent one, mm -hmm. the latest one, <laughs> the the bad one. But he's he's amazing. He's amazing, and he was excellent as Churchill. Mm -hmm. That's what got me into the show. Mm -hmm. But Claire Foy is amazing as oh, well. Oh yeah, she's like. Ugh. She's, she's incredible. I know. Like, I think if I were the queen, I would be like, okay, so is this yeah, right? Is this me? <laughs> yes. You being me? <laughs> uh, and yeah, that there are some in Downton Abbey. There are there are some real political figures, like Neville Cham uh, Neville Chamberlain, mm -hmm. uh, which was the he was prime minister, right? before Churchill if I'm not mistaken in mm -hmm. the second world war but mm -hmm. he he just pooped everything up and 
<laughs> he gave the the job to to Churchill, like the, the flaming pile of poo. Mm-hmm. He threw it in, in Churchill's <laughs> lap. <laughs> and in a, yeah. there is um. Let me check. Have you seen the Churchill movie? Uh, the darkest the hour. Probably. Yeah, with Gary Oldman. Yes, yes. Yeah. Wow, he is incredible. Yeah, well, he's similar. Uh, he's similar as Churchill in appearance. But so I I watched uh the movie we watched the movie around the same time we were watching like the first season of The Crown. Oh, that's cool. And it was very like for me the 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 stories are like both narratives are one, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I can't separate uh, the movie from from the show. Yeah, so I'm sorry to tell you that, but do you remember that scene on the train that he goes there and talks to the people and stuff? Yeah, that never happened. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> and you know, one thing that I figured He's still out pretty cool. Mm. That the Spencer family, the the family of uh, Lady Di, mm-hmm. they are related to the Churchills. Really? So she is not a commoner. Huh. Oh no, <laughs> she's like the princess, she's commoner. No, she isn't. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Mm. English history, if you think about it, if you, if you research, uh, it's uh, such a rich history. Mm. and there's so many things to explore and to see and to you know to adapt yeah i i agree (laughs) no i agree but i just i think it's so um the reason why i don't i'm not very interested in it it's because uh it's very far from everything that i know true yeah it's very very different from any reality that we have in brazil so Mm -hmm. The American way of life is much closer to us. Yeah, that's true. Right. And they they try to... That's actually pretty cool in the show that because the the countess, the current countess is American, obviously Mm -hmm. she has American family. Mm -hmm. So her mother comes to visit (laughs) and she's got this like real thick American accent (laughs) <laughs> and like the 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 servant her servants and like ladies maids and valets and stuff they come together they come mm-hmm. with her and ah and her mother and her brother come to visit and her brother is Paul Giamatti mm. it's just it's just like okay <laughs> Paul Giamatti <laughs> and they have this thick american accent uh-huh. and it's like completely completely different <laughs> than what we are used to listen you know like uh-huh. the entire show is like oh blah blah blah, blah, blah. and <laughs> then they come and like hey dude and then <laughs> of course not not like hey dude because they didn't use dude yeah. at the time but oh, it's it's like worlds apart and mm-hmm. you can see exactly like okay so this is one kind of world and the other kind of world and mm-hmm. wow it's like real different <laughs> the the only thing yes remotely similar is the language mm-hmm. yeah yeah and it's cool to acknowledge that mm-hmm. to to see like okay so yeah mm-hmm. one other positive thing is that lily james mm-hmm. is in the cast who lily james 
Who is Lily James? You know, uh, the new Mamma Mia? Yeah. She is Donna, the young... So no? The, no, the, <laughs> the young version of Donna. The young Meryl Streep. The young Meryl Streep. Yeah. Uh, no, I, don't, I, I haven't seen the, the second movie yet. <gasps> right. Yeah. Uh, you know Cinderella, the live action movie? Uh, no. Or The Darkest Hour, he had a secretary, <laughs> right? Okay, I don't remember her face. It's her. Yeah, it's her. <laughs> okay. But she, she's but got I don't remember this her face. extensive curriculum. Okay. And she's like the most adorable woman ever. You, you just want to <laughs> hug her and, and you know, just... Mm. <laughs> Aggressively hug her. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> if it, She's one of those people that if I met on the street, I would... <laughs> The other would be uh, Maggie Smith. By, I have by... no idea what my reaction would be. <laughs> you know, just... Uh, 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 yeah. <laughs> that would be it. Uh-huh. <laughs> my lord. Or my lady. <laughs> but she's so lovable. She's like... They all are. Alright. Yeah. I'm glad you're convinced. I'm glad I didn't yeah, have to make nice much job. of an effort. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and uh the the soundtrack is actually pretty good mm. it's uh one of those things that sticks with you mm-hmm. is the soundtrack if you if you listen to the to the to the music like the main theme mm-hmm. you know exactly what, what what's going on you know what they're talking about mm-hmm. you know that downton mm-hmm. abbey is about to start <laughs> nice. it's as um as okay. memorable as the Harry Potter soundtrack. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or the Harry Potter main theme. <laughs> Just watch it. Watch it and... Just watch it. And watch watch The Crown. And watch The Darkest Hour as well. Yeah. Watch The Darkest Hour. And watch The Tudors if you want to go a little far back in history. Ah. <laughs> ah, you know, you know that... Did you watch uh. The Tudors? I tried. Okay. Uh, so you probably don't remember the actress that was uh, the first wife of Hen- Henry VIII. No. No. Yeah, well, so... Because she's in the show as well. <laughs> well, but again, it's it's England. Everybody is in the True. show. True. Yeah. Ah, and uh, <laughs> Mr. Carson, the butler. Mm. They, uh, he is the husband of the actress that plays Umbridge. Mm. So, and it's like, he's this huge guy he's like real tall and he has this uh-huh. this deep voice <laughs> and you you know like you imagine like them being a couple she's all like, all short and sweet and he's like all big and <laughs> that's actually quite very cool it's very hard i was uh checking because it's very hard for me to acknowledge her as a person because i hate her so much <laughs> but, she's in the movie um i think Chago told me that she is she is the the director from like the headmistress from matilda matilda no really isn't she no i'm trying to to find it here oh no no, uh, yeah, it doesn't make sense. N- no. Yeah, it's uh, Pam Ferris, Agatha Trunchbull, <laughs> Pam Ferris. 
And... Okay. Yeah, but I don't know why... Yes, 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 yes. The... And Umbridge is Imelda Staunton. Oh, but she is in Harry Potter. Is um... she? Oh, Mrs. Dursley. Oh, she's Aunt... Wow, she's Aunt Marge. No, no, no. Um, she's Walter's... Sister, yeah, she's Aunt Aunt yes, Marge. Yes, yes, yes. Or in Portuguese. Yeah, Chagida. so that was that was the Chagida, yes. <laughs> Chagida. Yes, yes. I was trying to remember. <laughs> I was looking at like Marge. Who is Marge? <laughs> <laughs> Who's Marge? Who the hell is Marge? Makes no sense. Doesn't ring any bells. <laughs> <laughs> So thank you, thank you very you much for convincing me. Thank you, listener, for staying with us until now. Mm -hmm. Thank you for our uh, over a thousand downloads and plays. Yay! Yay! And once again, show the podcast, show this episode to your friend, your frenemy, <laughs> your sister, your brother, your family, your boyfriend, your girlfriend. And your aunt, your uncle. Yes, check <laughs> Let's make a, a corrente do mal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.